Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Strategic Slut Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, we're going to talk about who to give your energy to. Now, I feel like there's always those like Instagram stories that almost look like Tumblr posts and they're like, you know, access to my energy is a privilege, that kind of rhetoric, which is true. And I'm that girl that's posting that on the stories every single day. And I don't think in the conversation of dating and sex and hookups and love and all those things, energy is talked about enough because I think not to get like spiritual or anything, but I feel like you can feel the energy of something and whether it's serving you or not and kind of just like almost that gut instinct I feel like tells you a lot about a person or a situation and all of those things. So that's what I really want to get into today. I didn't really plan this episode, to be completely honest. I'm kind of just spewing off some things that I feel like I need to talk about. And I feel like with the idea of the new year too, going back to the first episode of the new year, um, not taking bullshit and stuff also requires you to think about what you will give your energy to. Not just what you won't accept, but what you will accept. And I think narrowing down those kind of things get you to where you want to be, whether that's just in life in general or in relationships, friendships, that kind of thing. So what I first want to kind of think about is on like all these dating podcasts I listen to and blogs and even conversations with girlfriends and whatever, the conversation always is like, you know, why isn't he doing X, Y, Z or does he even like me? Um, you know, how can I get him to commit? I feel like these are like some of the highly, most highly asked questions in the dating sphere. And a lot of it is concerning what the other person feels. And the fact is you don't have control over that, nor do you have um, resource to finding that out other than that person. You know, like if you're coming to your friends and family about something that only your significant other can answer it's kind of useless like it's counterproductive and I think people just want to hear advice in the sense of like he's being a piece of shit you should leave or you know don't stress kind of thing I think a lot of people just want that validation and peace of mind but I would ask why you feel these ways so now we can get into it so I think when you're starting to date and whether you're like in, you know, a really fresh relationship or you've been dating them for a little while or maybe you're in a long-term relationship, whatever. I think the way that you feel when you're around them and when you're not around them speaks serious volumes. For example, if you're just starting out and you're like on top of the world excited, you know, giddy schoolgirl, and you have that almost anxious excitement I think that's normal for when you're entering a new thing because it is exciting to meet someone new and feel all those butterflies and whatever. But when you start to get comfortable with that person, you learn more about them and maybe you're entering more of like a relationship status. If you're still feeling kind of that anxiety that's potentially mistaken for excitement, I would look into that mostly just because Like, there was a relationship I used to be in that every time I'd text him, I would text my best friend and be like, 
is that what I should say? And, you know, get like a second opinion on my literal text that would say like, what time are we hanging out? Like, it'd be the stupidest things. And the reason I was doing that and I wasn't conscious of it before was that he made me feel uncomfortable in the sense that I never knew what I was getting with him. Like, I would sometimes text him and he'd be giving me such good energy back and other times he'd be so bleak and it was just the fact that he I don't know he didn't want a relationship and I think that that energy showed but my gut instincts and that feeling that I felt every time I'd like reach out to him or then if he wasn't texting me like I knew I was uncomfortable in our status because he didn't want to commit and I think I was trying to get that out of him and I would feel anxious when he wasn't answering me but then when we were talking I would also feel like I was second guessing everything I did and said which you should not feel that way that's not normal so I think this is important and I think that if you're kind of feeling like you're stepping on eggshells you know around somebody I would just evaluate that like if you've been with someone for a little while then maybe it's just a conversation that needs to be had where it's like what's going on here but if it's a new relationship I would just maybe take a step back and figure out if you're really wanting to put this much energy into this person because if you're not feeling right it's probably not bound to last very long um and it can also really confuse you once it does end because you're like why did I give it so much time and it's because we sometimes allow things to kind of just happen in front of us rather than actively participating in it so basically with all of this I would ask what energy are they giving you so the person that you're potentially either with or trying to pursue or you like or whatever your situation may be I would ask yourself, like, what are the facts? And I feel like people don't actually get to the stage until they're already questioning the relationship, but whatever. Maybe this is something to think about. Look at the facts and see, like, what do they bring to the table, basically? And it's not like, not like what's your net worth and, you know, what do you have to offer? It's more of, like, what energy have they been putting into you know, get to know me or date me or care about me, whatever it is. And this also requires you to know what the hell you're worth. If you are accepting bare minimum effort, well, there's a problem there. Like you need to realize that you are worth more than that. And I mean, if you're getting bare minimum effort and you're happy with that, then cool. But it's got to be a conscious and strategic decision. You can't just be expecting minimum effort and then being upset that he's not doing more it's because you're not requiring more and there's a lot of things within that so yeah evaluate the energy that they're giving you and look at the facts and then if you're like maybe they're texting you a lot but maybe it's like the daily convo of like just small talk I can get how that can feel bleak and I find myself I struggle with that because as much as I could like really care about a person, really be attracted to them and stuff. But if we're like not together physically, like in the sense that if you're not like beside me at the end of the day, I don't know that I want to talk small talk for like days on end. Like I feel like I need 
I don't know, a breakup of like actual quality and like intimate time together, not even just sex, just like go a little deeper. Um, small talk is nice here and there, but I feel like if it's all small talk for like consistent amount of days i feel like it does get bleak i don't know if anyone else is like that but it definitely does just strike me as a little boring but yeah if you're feeling a little on edge it also could be your own personal shit too like we have these kind of psychological almost triggers that i don't want to say ptsd because it's not that's a actual thing and it's very real but you you get that kind of trauma of things that have hurt you in the past where maybe you're at the six week mark in a new relationship and everyone after six weeks in your past has kind of something's happened or whatever well you can't allow that to self-sabotage either you know if you're approaching five weeks and suddenly you're you're be, you're becoming off like your energy is off you could be the culprit of why something's kind of steering weird and that's something to also acknowledge it's definitely important to be self-aware but let's get back into like you know the men being the pieces of shit here um <laughs> my favorite topic <laughs> so when it comes to relationships and even if it's a hookup let's say like let's say you're just platonic with these people um maybe you have a guy who's like a fuck buddy and i'm speaking to like the people my age specifically because i feel like especially in university i feel like someone always has someone they're hooking up with even if they don't intend for it to happen maybe they want it to go further i don't know but i feel like the general consensus is that someone always has something on the side so let's say yeah you're like sleeping with someone maybe fairly consistently um hopefully it's exclusive for safety reasons and if not please use condoms but either way if you're feeling shitty afterwards or if you're feeling like you have to beg them to come over or just like work harder for something that's so meh like you shouldn't have to work that hard to get laid (laughs) if if that's what i'm gonna say that that that's what i'm saying i said what i said um in the sense that like especially if you've been consistently sleeping with someone you don't need to like pursue them okay like And if you feel like you are, then maybe you guys aren't on the same page anymore. Like, maybe they're wanting to be pursued a little bit harder in a different way. And if you had an agreement of, like, that's not the thing that's happening here, then maybe you need to just, like, look elsewhere for, you know, your passionate appointments. Because, like, why? Why would you put energy into that if if that's, like, not what you're wanting, you know? But if you're wanting, like, a relationship, well... I wouldn't be spending my time on guys who are trying to Netflix and chill within the first, like, three dates. Like, it's a little telling um, what kind of energy they're giving you. And when you find someone who gives you energy, like, for example, I, well, I said in my last 
whatever podcast or a few weeks ago about this guy that I was like giving too much energy to in the last year and a half and it was like always this weird on and off thing that I never intended to go on for so long but it did and to like evaluate that and be like look at me and look at the fact that I accepted all of those things for that long like honestly it still kind of shocks me and then you know starting to date elsewhere and like go out with new people and stuff some of the like like I've gone on a few dates that have kind of shocked me in the sense it's like why have I been putting so much energy into this other person who's doing literally nothing like bare minimum fucking energy and you know then you have all these other guys who would like beg to go out with me which sounds you know cocky but it's it's there like (laughs) you should check my dms (laughs) um uh, that, that was a joke anyways so I would also tell my women out here who are straight and dating these stupid men. Like, you know, we we love to hate them and we love to love them as well. I personally wish I wasn't attracted to the male species, but I am. So besides the point, when you're like dating any in any status, I'd say, I feel like it's always best to do nothing. And it sounds really counterintuitive compared to what I've just said about how all these, like the expectations of what energy you should be receiving. But if you are putting too much energy into something, people get comfortable and then they back off, especially guys, because they have such commitment issues, like on a general aspect and scale, like men are socialized in specific ways. And when they realize that you know, a certain label may require them more effort or specific things, they get freaked out. And it's literally a freaking thing. So the best thing to do, as Lauren Everett says, is be aloof, be a fucking poodle, act so like take it or leave it, meh. And they'll come running. And it's really messed up psychology, but it's crazy. Like when my best friend, BBJ, She always reminds me, do nothing. And I'm like, oh, oh, you're right. Thank you. Like, thank you for that reminder. Because when I'm not getting, like, let's say um, I haven't heard from someone in a few days. And I'm kind of getting like, hmm, like, that's weird. Why, Why aren't they messaging me? Whatever. Sometimes it's better to, like, literally not do anything than to reach out. Depending on the situation. Like, if you guys are good and there's not any weird energy going on and whatever, then it's fine to reach out. Like, don't be afraid to give the proper energy that, you know, maybe you're receiving. But if you're not receiving that energy, that's when you do nothing. And you just be aloof. You go about your life. And it's amazing how much when you do like that, you literally just do nothing and you worry about yourself. How... I feel like not only the person maybe you're trying to impress or whatever, they come running, but also like every ex-boyfriend comes into your DM suddenly and like all these people just show up out of fucking nowhere when you're just doing your own thing. I feel like it's this weird like Murphy's Law shit that, you know, when you actually don't try, boom, there they all are. And then when you're like desperate for a boyfriend or for some dick or whatever, you can't like 
you can't get anything. There's like not a single bite because you're trying too hard and they can smell the desperation. And men love a challenge. So when you're like doing your own thing, but it has to be for like the right reasons. Because if you're doing your own thing, but you're doing it like, I don't know, so publicly that you're like, oh, they're trying to look busy, then I feel like it's telling, especially on like Instagram and stuff. But if you're just like literally doing your own thing, I feel like it does actually work really well. Um, So I guess my answer to how to get a guy to like you or how to get a guy interested again is to do nothing. Do butt fuck all, literally live your best life and they will come back. And if they don't, bye. Like it's so blunt. And I think we overcomplicate this shit to the max, but what else? Like humans are complex. It makes sense that we overcomplicate things. And I think that it's cool to actually care about human connection. Like I think it is we wouldn't have these issues if we didn't care. So I think that there's nothing wrong with going through these processes. And as much as it sucks to like, you know, I guess reflect on time you've wasted or people you've wasted energy on, it always teaches you something. And if it doesn't teach you anything in that relationship, at least teaches you something about yourself. And I find lots of value in that. And I feel like it's always just like a fun thing like yeah you can get hurt and yeah shit can happen but it's just I don't know keeps things fun keeps things interesting and you never know what someone else can teach you um but yeah if you're looking into like how to decipher who to put energy into look at the facts um figure out why you like that person like what is actually getting you is it the fact like are they lighting your soul on fire are you wanting to just sleep with them like are you just that physically attracted to them um is it their humor is it their like the comfort you feel with them i feel like all these things are such good factors to take in because we can also humans as complex and smart as they are we're also quite stupid in the sense that we can kind of get fixated on certain things and feelings that aren't actually true so like you can feel like oh my god like this person I'm gonna marry them like they're the love of my life and then like by Sunday you fucking hate them because maybe all the physical attraction you know went out the door or whatever like we can really get in our own heads and then you're just like yeah never mind or they could totally screw you over and that also sucks too but we just like we get these images of people in our head and you got to look at where the facts are and actually how you feel with them. That energy and that like gut feeling that you get when you're around someone and the way that they speak to you and um, kind of interact with you says so much. And I feel like it's a hard confrontation to have with yourself. And I mean, I think everyone should be in therapy, but I know that the social inequalities don't allow for that exactly um but if you can get some sort of therapist or even like there's so many instagram accounts that i've been following that are just like either therapists or like mind wellness type things or like podcasts all those things are great resources to kind of acknowledge your own bullshit and figure out like not only how the human mind works but like the psychology of dating and love and attraction and all those things and basically 
tries to at least if you're aware then hopefully you can avoid some of the bullshit in the future and also just learn about yourself too i think it's interesting it doesn't make anything easier per se because when you know better yeah you try to do better but then it doesn't make the dating scene any less annoying and difficult but it at least gives you some tools to kind of at least focus where your energy is going and that is the whole point of this episode I think energy is so valuable. Like, I have so much shit on my plate that if I'm going to give someone my time and energy, like, it's got to be good. And it's, and that's in anything, like, whether it's friendships, sleeping with someone, dating someone, like, whatever it may be. And I don't have the patience anymore for people to, like, waste my time. Like, if you don't want it, gotta go. Like, I just for what for who for like I'm not that needy you know you don't need this validation by that one guy who like will only see you every three weeks like you will find someone else who will want to see you more than that like all this bullshit that we have in our head that's like oh my god no one will love me just cut the shit you'll find someone and you just gotta remember your worth and um yeah be picky to who you give your energy to and it doesn't mean you know, don't do dating apps or don't do this, don't do that. But like, don't spend too much time getting worked up by the stupid dickheads that like, just weren't worth it, you know? And the ones who maybe were worth it in your mind, and they hurt you, then you just say thank you for the lesson and you keep moving on because that's what dating is, people. I don't know why I've gone on to some sort of inspo talk right now but wow the coffee's hit I like I'm in such a good element right now that I just feel like I need to tell the people what they need to hear but yeah this podcast is my own personal TED talk so thank you guys for always tuning in if you liked this episode please like and subscribe if you're on iTunes and if you're on Spotify please follow the podcast so you see every time I upload There's a new episode every Monday, and with that, I hope you guys have a great week. You can follow the Strategic Slept Podcast Instagram handle at Strategic Slept Podcast, and my personal Instagram is at the Not So Average Betch. I would love to hear what you guys want to hear and see in the future. If you have any guests that you'd like on, I'm trying to get into that realm, but I'm figuring it out, but if there's anything that you really want covered, please let me know. Or even like if you have a funny situation, I would love to break it down for the listeners. And of course, if you want to keep it anonymous, we can just let me know. Um, But with that, have a great week, guys. I will talk to you next Monday.